Let us go before the Lord in prayer. Father, in the name of your Son, Jesus, Lord, we come before you. Lord, you've been so good to us. Even when we didn't obey God, even when we didn't do what you asked us to do, even when we didn't know what we should be doing because it's in your word, God, you, you have still loved us. You cared for us. You watched over us, God. We thank you for that. Lord Jesus, you, you've been there all the way. You said you're how wide and how tall and how deep your love is for us. We thank you for it, Lord Jesus. Lord, we know we have to change. We know, God, you need to put your hand on us and continue to mold and shape us into the that which you want us to be, that which you created us to be. Let us have a willing heart and give ourselves over to the word and ways of God. That he mold us and create us in the fashion that we should be just like his son Christ Jesus. We ask that you have your way with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So let's cover the potter's will as we're led by the inspired teaching of the Holy Spirit. So no matter who we are, where we come from, there's this need for us to be reshaped by the Lord. It's interesting. We have to be broken before we can call on God for help. Things have to start going wrong in our lives before we come to see that we are broken and that we need to be saved by God. Yes, we can pick ourselves up and keep falling again and again. Hurting others along the way. See, or we can give ourselves over to God and, and let him put on a, us on that potter's wheel and reshape us into something that's useful. See, then he reshapes our, our, our thinking and he reshapes our understanding. He reshapes our beliefs. He reshapes our hope and he reshapes our dreams. See, he reshapes everything about us so we can find peace in our life. See it? It all begins when we realize that we're broken. Until then, nothing happens. We, we won't call on God. See, pride and arrogance is what keeps us from seeing that we are broken. Job came to understand his brokenness. He said terror was overwhelming him. His dignity was driven away like the wind. His feeling of, of safety had vanished like a cloud. Days of suffering had gripped Job. And the night pierced his bones and he was in pain with no rest inside. We have to be hit hard to realize that we are broken and we need to call on God. It's, 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 it's interesting that we have to go through so much before we realize God is the one who we, we need. And Christ Jesus is the one we need to call on. King David understood what it meant to be broken. His heart was anguish and terror of death assailed him. Fear and trembling beseech him. A horror overwhelmed him. And many of us are like King David, wishing we had wings like a dove so we could fly away and, and far away from all this trouble. Many of us feel like King David. Life is 
It's not, it's, it's hard. It's not easy. Even with a good education, even with parents who have money, it's not easy. Any one of us can fall into a state of despair. Trials of life have no favoritism. Go with me to Psalms chapter 88, verse 15. When we come to see that we are a broken wheel, a broken vessel without God. Only then can we call on the Lord and know that there's hope for us. Psalms chapter 88, verses 15 says, For my youth I have been afflicted and close to death. I have suffered your terrors and I'm in despair. I know what it feels like to be broken. See, scripture teaches us that there's a, a proper time for every matter. Even a person's ministry, uh, misery is, weighs heavily upon them. There's a time for this. And no one knows the future. No one can tell what is going to come. No one has the power to uh, overtake the wind and contain it. Nor the power over the day. Or the day of our death. No one can escape a, a time of war. See, a time of struggling. Wickedness will not release those who practice it. So we have to understand this. There's nothing really special about us falling into a broken state. Many have fallen into this state. See, when we call out to God in distress, he will hear our cries and save us. God in his love and mercy will redeem us. He will lift us up and carry us all the days of our lives. But if we rebel and, and grieve his spirit, the Lord will turn away from us and consider us his enemy. See, we learn what to do when we fall in distress like Jonah. He was trapped inside of a fish. He prayed to God. Jonah said in his distress, he called to the Lord and he answered from the depths of the grave, I call for help, and the Lord listened to him. I cries. We're in distress when our spirit is broken. Calling out to God, calling on the name of Jesus is our solution. Thank you, Jesus. God provides a way out of our brokenness, out of our struggles, out of our suffering. There will be trouble and distress for every human being who does sin and evil, but God will give glory and honor and peace to anyone who does good, who obeys his word. God does not show favoritism. You and I have to understand this is going to require us crying out to God because we have broken, we're in distress, we're in suffering. We can't just keep continuing our sin. See, when we're broken in distress and filled with all kind of depravity, cursing, and bitterness, we're quick to do wrong and ruin and misery mark our way. We have not found a way of peace. There's a little fear of God. We're broken, unable to help ourselves. We need to call out to God, to shout to Jesus. We need help, relief from our suffering. We, we need a new beginning here. It's all gone bad, God. Trouble all around me. Trouble everywhere I go. In my family, on my job, 
walking down the street, walking in the store. There's just trouble and distress all around me, Lord. I, it's just broken, Lord. I, I need your help to fix this. Brokenness comes in many forms and shapes. Some of it is obvious, but that, that we're broken, that we got this issue going on. We can, people can see it in our faces. They can see it in our bodies. It's apparent the way we speak and talk to people. For others, it's hidden. But they're just as miserable as we are. You only see it when they're alone in the middle of the night in their dark thoughts. See, they have everything in the world, but yet their heart and their spirit is still broken. I'm telling you, brokenness is something, oh, Lord help us. Some people are, are, are willing to show it and others are willing to just hide it, but you're still broken. You still need the Lord to get out of this. See, pride and arrogance is the worst thing we can have when we're in a broken state. We would think we're the potter and we try to turn things upside down and we twist the truth. We say to God who formed us, why did you make me this way? See, pride and arrogance allows us to blame our brokenness on others, even God. We must ask God to help us with our pride and arrogance. We are the clay. God is the potter. We cannot be confused about the work of God. We ask the Lord to not be angry with us, to forgive us, to forgive our sins, Lord. Take us by the hand. Lead and guide us out of this brokenness, Lord Jesus. God places us on the potter's wheel. And teaches us about ourselves. He asks, why, why do you keep on backsliding? Should he lay his hand on us and destroy us? Should the Lord whittle us like a fork? Should the Lord bring depravity and destruction upon us? He asks, why do we keep doing this? Why won't we change? God told Jeremiah when he first took the place and put us on a potter's wheel, we're broken and we're marred, he said. Lord starts to work on us and he took us, he took us the pot that was marred in his hand and he started to reshape it. He, he reshaped us and formed us into a different pot, shaping as it seems best for him. And though we were broken, only God can take broken pieces and reshape them as a potter does with clay. Like the clay in a potter's hands, so are we in God's hands. God can, can do anything, anything he wants he can do. See, he can uproot us, he can tear us down, he can destroy us, he, he can show us love, and he can rebuild us. As God reshapes us on the potter's wheel, he strengthens us and he saves us. The Lord restores us because he has compassion for us. He reshapes us as though we, he, would, he never rejected us, for he's a loving and forgiving God. See, we must remain on that wheel as long as it takes so the work is completed, it's finished. See, the Lord restores us to one who has fallen like a fallen tent. We were ruins in everyone's sight, but the Lord rebuilt us, restored us with his loving hand. We became a, a remnant who always seeks the Lord, who bears the name of Jesus. He is the Lord and able to do all things.
We cannot rebel while we're on a potter's wheel resisting the Lord, saying, why does God blame us? We have to want to be changed. Give ourselves over to God. Stop questioning why God made us this short, this skin color, born in this country with limited skills and abilities, with this health issue. Does not the potter have the right to make out of the same lump of clay some for noble purposes and some for common use? Do you think you are special? Do you think you're better than anybody else? We all can fall into brokenness. Everyone who God's place on the potter's will will be changed. Everyone, whether white, black, brown, yellow, all will be changed. It may come in a flash. It may take a long time to be on that potter's wheel to be changed, but we will be changed. God will reshape our understanding and our thinking so we can align with his will. See, in the middle of being reshaped, many things change. We, we no longer have a regard for the things of this world or see things from a worldly point of view. And though we once could only see Christ from a worldly perspective, we no longer do. The Lord reshapes us into a new creation. The old has gone. The new has come. The new creation is of Christ, not of the world, but of God. Once the Lord completes reshaping us, we must watch over ourselves. The devil is going to tempt us. If one of our brothers and sisters get caught in the sin, we who are spiritually should gently restore them, God. We've been changed. We know the importance of carrying each other's burden and fulfilling what Christ has placed in us. See, once we're reshaped and the Lord has poured into us, we can't deceive. See, we can't get into this wrong thinking and start thinking that we're somebody special. We must remain humble in spirit and in heart. We must remember the work done in us. God is of grace, called us into eternal life in Christ Jesus, took away our suffering, restored us, and made us strong, firm, and steadfast in Christ Jesus. Thank you, God. Once we were broken will, then God, the Father, the Christ, made us a precious one. Like wheels always in the presence of God, wheels that are alike and intersecting with each other, wheels that move and go in and out in all directions, going in whatever direction the Lord guides them. We are wheels for God's purpose, not our own. We must see our lives before the Lord. God reshapes us so we can stand before him. See, a day is coming. Thrones will be set in place. Our ancient days of old will sit in his seat. He's clothed in white. His hair is like wool. His throne is a flaming fire. The wheels are blazing around him. A river flows. Thousands upon thousands attend him. Ten thousands upon Ten thousand times stood before him, the court was seated, and the books was opened, and for a will of faith before God, we endured. Been reshaped by the hand of God. Made into a, a new creation of Christ Jesus. Formed into a, a spiritual will by God. We cannot be deceived and think the way to please God is by offering him worldly riches. What does God require of us? After he reshapes us and informs us like he wants us to be, is it not to act just, to love mercy, to walk humbly before God? Is this not what God requires of one of his precious ones? So we'll refine 
wheels of God, a spiritual letter of Christ Jesus, not one written with ink, but written by the Spirit of God, by the living God. Not of stone, but tablets of the heart. Go with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 3. The Lord reshapes us, refines us, change our mind and change our thinking and change our soul so it's a written letter of all the work that christ has done in us it's written down in your heart it's written down in your mind god has done the work in you second corinthians chapter 3 verses 3 says you show that you are a letter from christ the result of our ministry written not with ink but with the spirit of the living god not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. We've been shaped into a letter that rings out every place we go. Our faith in God should show everyone, everywhere we go, they should see. They should tell about how the Lord turned us from serving the things of the world to serving the living and true God. How Christ rescued us from the wrath of God. We're a person of sin and evil, an imposter who went from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. And then the Lord put his hand on us and he reshaped us, created a new creation in us. We must continue in what we have learned of God. Learning scriptures makes us wise regarding salvation through our faith in Christ Jesus. Scriptures keeps us right before God, teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training us in righteousness so we are thoroughly equipped for every good work. God the Father through Christ heard our cries and put us on the potter's wheel to reshape, refine us, to save us, not because of the righteous things we have done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewing by the Holy Spirit. When he poured into us, when he reshaped us, so we are heirs who are full of hope for eternal life with God. We have to see what the work God has done. We got to grow in our faith and see the work God has done in us. See, we was, man, we was just a broken piece of clay. It was just a messed up piece of work. And see, then God says, no, I got something for you. You're crying out to me for help. See, I'm going to put you on a potter's wheel. I'm going to take you, and I'm going to start working on you. And I'm going to let this start working in my spirit, and my son start working on you. And I'm going to start reshaping you, forming you, working on you as time goes on constantly teaching you the ways and shaping you into what I want you to be. See, God said, I'm working on you. See, I'm working on your mind. I'm, I'm working on your uh, the fear that you have. And I'm taking it all out. See, uh, I, I know you got all those emotional problems. I, I know you got financial problems. I know you come to me all broken with all these problems. Your heart is messed up. Your mind is messed up. You're broken. You're spiritually broken. But I'm here to save you. The Lord places on this wheel and reshapes us, changes us, teaches us. So we obey. Not, he does not change us, so we do what we want. But into what God wants us to be, he forms us into this beautiful thing that is useful to God. So, see, what we must, mm, Lord help us, we must remain on this wheel. We can't jump off this wheel as God is working and shaping us. Time passes, see, and let the working that God has in working and molding you and shaping you, let this work complete. Let it finish in God. See, if we rebel, God is going to go up, come against us. We'll have trouble and misery once again. See, we must let the Lord's hand form us into a useful us, one of good works, 
full of God's love, peace, and mercy, and be a letter to Christ Jesus and show everybody the new work, all that God has created us into. So we are shaped into that new vessel, into that thing that God has put inside of us, poured in through us, Christ Jesus. So we're something useful to God. Glory to God. So Christ made a way for us to become a, a spiritual will before God. Being able to be used and sent out and go forth and, and bring out the word of God to, to be a letter of Christ that everyone can see the work of God in you. A chosen people, a priesthood, a, a holy nation, a, a people belonging to God so we can declare praises to him who called us out of darkness, who fixed us up, who reshaped us and formed us into a wonderful light. See, once we were broken, not knowing mercy, but now we have received mercy, a known of God in Christ Jesus, a living testimony to God and of God's goodness. Glory to God. God is full of compassion and love. In his mercy, he placed us on that potter's wheel. There's the only way we could be fixed. We, we can't be fixed any other way. He said, no, I got to take my time and fix you. Praise the Lord. Merciful and loving hands of Christ reshaped us into this new creation, formed into a different shape just for God. Thank you, Jesus. Some of us cannot hide our brokenness. Others hide their brokenness from others and God. But inside, we're suffering, distressed, and full of misery. We try to pull ourselves up, and, and to some it seems that we did, but on the inside, we're still broken. We need God's help. We need the hand of Christ Jesus to pick us up, put us on that potter's wheel and fix us, Lord Jesus. Jesus has the power and authority to save us, to reshape us in something useful to God. Depending on how broken we are, it may come fast or it may be a long time on this wheel as Christ works everything out that makes us rebel against God. Christ works things out in our life so we feel the relief being restored, a sense of peace and hope in our life. The Lord has done a new thing in us, making us a, a written letter of Christ Jesus, one who seeks God all the days of our life, living in his presence, walking humbly before him, full of mercy and love. Don't jump off the potter's wheel. Let God complete that work so you be the creation that Christ has called you to be, that God has created you to be. Full of love and mercy, no hate, no, no prejudice, no strife against anybody, always extending your hand, always caring for somebody else, always willing to give. This is the kind of rework, the reshaping that Christ does on that potter's wheel with our life. Let us be faithful in the things of God. Father, we thank you. Lord Jesus, I'm going to take your hand off until this work is complete, God. Finish it, Jesus. Mold us and guide us into the will of God. We know we'll be blessed. we have love and peace in our life when you're done. Hope and eternal life with God. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, guide us and keep us this day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. May God bless you.